Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hammer and Nigel. Do you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock Yeah, my name is Nigel. Hammer's here. Let's not waste any time. Can we get right into it, Mondo? Let's do it. Let's, Let's go. do some midterm stuff. Bowling. Debates. Fetterman. The Eagles are so much better than Eagles. <laughs> midterm stuff. Dateline New York. They've got a uh, big... Midterm race for the governor taking place right now. Yeah, Zeldin and uh, the unelected uh, incumbent Hochul. So Kathy Hochul, she loves a good old-fashioned mask. She loves oh. putting masks on kids. Mondo, do we have some mood music? Return of the mask. Who are you? Return of the mask. She's a flu. Return of the mask. We know just what to do. Nige, I'm old enough to remember when Joe Biden said the pandemic was over. Oh, yeah. And then he shows up on TV, gets his, like, 10th COVID booster, and uh, <laughs> Walensky gets her 10th, and then she gets COVID two weeks later. And, oh, yeah, I, I know. So, what, so, what, so, so wait a minute. So, Kathy Hochul is talking about masks again? Kathy Hochul wants New York parents to really consider putting masks back on their kids. Yeah, it's hard to keep kids safe. You know, the, think about the fact that a year ago, you know, before a year ago, we, a lot of kids were wearing masks in a daycare center or in schools, and that did per- give them some level of protection. We're not mandating this, but we're saying parents, you know, you got other kids, you got kids in school, preschool, and you got a baby at home. You really might just want to take these extra precautions. And by now, kids are more socialized to the idea of wearing a mask. It's not as strange to them. It's not as like, what is this all about? There's really cute masks out there. I've seen a lot of them. Uh, so. That's something I'm encouraging all parents to consider for their children right now. Except they don't work. Right. And kids don't need them. And but, kids aren't affected by COVID nearly as bad as, say, an elderly person with five comorbidities. Those cute little masks that you got that were probably made in China with your favorite cartoon <laughs> character yeah. or your favorite sports team on it, worthless. I mean, you have to remember, Kathy Hochul is the one that said, uh, Jesus wanted you to get the vaccine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. We're oh, well here. past Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> we're now into the phase of Jesus. Jesus wants you to take the vaccine. Wow. Uh, so doubling down on that, I, I, I was stunned. You know, it's it's so funny. I remember I desperately wanting the masks to come off my kids for school. I live in Zionsville, um, and it seemed like I didn't know back in the day. I didn't know that some of the donut counties further out, like Plainfield, for example, um, some of those some of those schools, uh, rural schools never even wore the masks did you know that like and so that so that so that when i learned that finally i was like this is ridiculous get them off it is hindering their ability to learn it is hindering their ability to communicate and if you and, want to make it I, optional make it optional I, i'm not saying that uh, look the, the zionsville administration they got the kids back to school in august i thought they could have gone back earlier they did in you know in 2020 they were back but they were heavily masked and the, the social distancing guidelines were ridiculous uh, but i you know i just i kind of slowly learned that a lot of these rural smaller towns and schools didn't have any of the things that we were doing and they were fine of course they were Of course they were. And look, if you are somebody that for your own mental well-being, you want to wear a mask, 
Listen, we can disagree on the efficacy all you want, but if you really are somebody that wants to wear a mask, go ahead, be my guest. You can wear two if you want, but don't make these things required. For the kids that want to go to school and have an everyday real learning experience where it's not just educational, but it's social as well. The social aspect can't be ignored here. You know, just let him go. You know, the other thing that Kathy Hochul said during that debate with Zeldin in terms of a vaccine mandate for kids, you know, the CDC recently uh, added COVID-19 vaccines to their schedule of recommended vaccines, which doesn't necessarily mean that a a school is going to put it on their um, vaccine requirement list. But she's quoted as saying, I'm not going to do that at this time. There you go. She added, I mean, I'm paraphrasing. Basically, what she said is, I'm not, uh, I would not implement them dot, dot, dot at this time. So let's move on to Pennsylvania. Yeah. Let's talk about Fetterman. The Eagles! (laughs) Now, we're not saying that the national media is trying to save Fetterman, but (laughs) you've got butt sniffer Lawrence O'Donnell of MSNBC (laughs) comparing Fetterman's effort in that debate to FDR in wartime got knocked down that needs to get back up while he was brilliantly winning world war ii (laughs) franklin roosevelt once fell asleep in the oval office in the middle of signing his name to a letter that was not painful to watch because no one got to see that And he goes on to compare Winston Churchill to Fetterman. How some great leaders, they're not always easy to watch, but they get the job done. Churchill was a drunk. (laughs) And Nigel knows what he's talking about. I I know a drunk when I see it, but he was able to function. (laughs) He was a functioning drunk, functioning much better than Fetterman. Right. I'll take three sheets to the wind, Winston Churchill, every single day of the week. Um, Which really just brings us to the point of how much of a hack Lawrence O'Donnell is. Here's great moments in Lawrence O'Donnell history. This was the election night when Donald Trump won. America is crying tonight. I'm not sure how much of America, but a very, very significant portion. And I mean literally crying. America is crying tonight. Okay. What about the other half of America? What what were they doing, Larry? What about all the people that voted for Donald Trump to win? Last time I checked, that was the majority. That's how this thing kind of plays out, right? He had more electoral votes. He won more states. I don't know how many people were crying. Um, Great moments in Lawrence O'Donnell history. We can't talk about this without this great behind-the-scenes moment. Stop the hammering! (laughs) All Phil Griffin, I don't care who the you have to call. Stop the hammering. The woman talking in my ear was talking about the Labor Day special. (laughs) Great moments in Lawrence O'Donnell history. Oh, man. I got to tell you, like, if you're a Pennsylvania Democrat, like a blue-collar Democrat, and you just want a candidate that you can rely on, and this is who they put out there for you, are you offended? <laughs> like, like, no, no, no. I don't want some empty vessel that's just going to pull the lever for Chuck Schumer. I, I want somebody that's going to be able to answer questions and communicate clearly to me why they're making the decisions that they are. And that's not what Fetterman is. And it just feels like they're putting a, 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 again, I said it, just an empty vessel, a prop, a a place kicker, if you will. But look who the president is. That's a prop, too. I swear to God, they just put a big shot in his backside, prop him up there. They move, they put like peanut butter on his lips like they used to do Mr. Ed. And he talks (laughs) and... (laughs) 
That's how the presidency's working. That's how they got Mr. Ed to look like he was talking. Yes. <laughs> that's what they do to Joe Biden right now. Oh, man. Maybe if Biden makes an appearance tonight at the WIB, at a night with WIBC, we can make that happen. <laughs> um, on the subject of smug MSNBC hosts, listen to this latte liberal turd that they propped up there on their panel because they're talking about the state of Georgia. <laughs> Georgia's got a key Senate race going on right now. And some folks in Georgia said they're concerned about what's happening in the border. Well, to this guy, to Captain Lib here, that seems like something that's ridiculous and far-fetched. So that very dangerous border with Tennessee that, that has the very... The, Chattanooga the right there. They all, did. The, all, the, all the Mexican um, um, illegal immigrants coming across. Yeah, they did, they, did, they, they did understand that they were not on the border, but that they still felt that the border was that 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 the border was impacting them. They're concerned about Tennessee What's crossing the border. About? No, you maybe be- they're concerned about outrageous amounts of drugs flowing into their community that come from the border. I mean, if you've lost anybody you love to a fentanyl overdose, guess where that probably came from? Exactly. Um, meanwhile, on CNN. This was pretty good. You had Republican contributor Scott Jennings against former Obama campaign manager Jim Messina. Now, the subject was, is the GOP having success with Latino voters in Arizona? There is a clear movement in the polling and in some of the races that have already occurred this year of Hispanic voters choosing Republicans. That's an absolute fact. So, clear major- so they're winning a majority? No, I said, I said there's a movement towards Republicans. Not a majority. I said there's a movement beyond what we normally get. Come on, man. You, are you disagreeing? It is a, it is a fact no, that Republicans have done better with Hispanics. In, in Arizona, really? So I you've think, lost every statewide race in the past five years, and you're doing better with Latino voters. Scott, come on, enough with the talking I, I feel, points. I feel like I feel like your debate with are, Carl are, Rove that you had before you came here, like your ears are clogged. No, I, I'm, I'm telling you, concerned that the RNC gave you the talking points, and now you can't shift. I tell you what, man, do you have a single friend? Guys, guys, well, guys. I'm sorry. I don't. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't come on here and read talking points. You know me, and you know me, and you. I don't come on here and read talking. I don't even know but, you, and you come out here insulting. But the ad hominem. That was fun. Do you have a single friend? God, this guy's a jerk. That was so good. You, know, you look what's happening in Florida. A Telemundo poll just surveyed uh, a bunch of registered Hispanic voters said they would vote. Uh, 51% said DeSantis compared to 44% for uh, Christ for governor in Florida. So, I mean, if it's if one thing's true in Florida, I mean, it, it's 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 not just like an anomaly, I feel like, uh, what's happening here. And I think there is going to be a red tidal wave here in a week or two.